What's going on everybody? John out here with you. It's a Tuesday night about 7 p.m. Eastern, January 10th, 2023. How's everybody doing out there today? After, like I said, the COVID stuff's all done, now might be a cold up from the fiance. So I'm going to try to do my best to get through all this stuff. I got the Kraken debut jersey in Maddie Veneers, thanks to Cooper Hopkins, whose check is in the mail and he should be getting it any day now. So let's start with the Seattle Kraken depth chart. It sounds like this. Maddie Veneers, Andre Burakoski with Jordan Eberle, it's Vince Dunn, and Adam Larson. Alex Wemberg, Jaden Schwartz, Jared McCann, Jamie Alexiak, and Justin Schultz. You can think of that second line as the J line alongside Alex Wemberg. Yanni Gord, Eli Tolvanen, Oliver Bjorkstrand with Carson Soucy and Will Borgen. It's Morgan Geeky, Turbo, Brandon Tanev, Turbo Time with uh, Daniel Sprong on the fourth line sides. And Philip Grubauer should be getting the start in that off the back-to-back. -back. Both these teams coming off the of back-to-back. It was a 4-0 win for the Seattle Kraken and a 4-0 loss for the Buffalo Sabres over the Philadelphia Flyers. The Kraken beat the Montreal Canadiens the other day. Buffalo Sabres, it sounds like this, through 2016-2. Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner, Alex Tuck, Tage Thompson's the lone all-star. Maddie Beneers is the lone all-star. Matias Samuelson, Erasmus Dahlin, Dylan Cousins, Rasmus Asplund, Vinny Hinestroza, Owen Power, Kel Clegg, Peyton Krebs, Zemgis Gergensens, Kyle Poso, with Henry Yukiarvi and Ilya Labushkin. So Yoki Haru, Henry Yoki Haru and Ilya Labushkin, excuse me. And then Tyson Yost, Casey Middlestat, and Victor Olofsson. Eric Comrie is probably getting the start in that for the Buffalo Sabres. And I only say that because Uko Pekalukinen has been loaned to AHL Rochester, I believe. And the reason why he was sent down is because he's still in the AHL two-way stint where you don't have to give up a forward or a defenseman off a wave to bring him down. So Eric Comrie hasn't started in about 15, 20 games, something like that. So I'm assuming he's going to get the start because the Hamburglar Craig Anderson played yesterday and Martin Jones played yesterday for the Kraken. So I believe it's going to be Philip Grubauer and Eric Comrie. But if it is Pekalukkanen, then we'll find out when we get into game time. The Seattle Kraken are... 23-12-4. The one thing to note of Seattle before we get into our puck drop, and I'll turn the recorder back on when we get to it. They're 10-8-2 at Climate Pledge, but away from Climate Pledge, they're 13-4-2. They're one of the strongest teams in the NHL in their second season. And for the Buffalo Sabres, they're 9-9-2 at Key Bank Center, where we are tonight at Buffalo. And they are 11-7 on the road. Tage Thompson is a serious talent, the 25-year-old. 31 goals, 25 assists, 56 points, and a plus 13. The interesting part there in between the Kraken side, between comparisons, is Manny Beneers, the lone all-star, 20 years old. He's got 15 goals, 17 assists, 32 points. And Tage Thompson nearly has that amount of points and the amount of goals. So the Seattle Kraken get it done by committee, just like the Calgary Flames do in the Pacific. So when we get back... And to game time, we'll get into the puck drop, and we'll call this one, because I've never covered Seattle and Buffalo just yet. I'm pretty excited. Stay tuned. So we did get our starters right off the back-to-back. -back. It is Philip Grubauer versus Eric Comrie. So for Grubauer, it's 3-7-1, 353 goals against Eric Comrie, 4-7-0. He's making his first start in like 15-20 games, 4-7-0, 3-6-2. So they sent down, again, I'll just make this note, Uka Pekka Lukanen because... He's in the AHL stint where he can be sent down without having to wave somebody else. So they can freely move him up and down off the two-way side of the contract. So that's why Eric Comrie is going to get the start in net. 
And uh, head coach Dan Granado had flat out said, we got three starters that we feel confident in. So that's what it's going to be tonight. So Buffalo has got it in their own defensive end. They're going to be wearing the blue jerseys with the gold piping for the lettering going left to right. Seattle's going to get the steal now, and I'm going to pull up my depth chart rosters. So Buffalo going to take their time as Rasmus Dahlin. And this is an opportunity for me, as far as Michigan fan broadcasting this from the trip Michigan, I get to watch the top two picks from a couple of years ago, and Owen Power and Matty Beniers on the same side of the ice. So I'm beyond excited to watch these teams score and play. Seattle looks like the real deal team just in their second year. And I had a lot of that same well wishes for Vegas when they first started, but the way that they just went all in on the craps table after making the Stanley Cup final, they've changed things quite a lot. So Seattle's kind of built the right way, and hopefully they don't try to press too much, continue to build, because this could be a good team. they got some fantastic jerseys. You could definitely say that. i got the home navy on this side with the Matty Beneers. But again, this is just from Cooper Hopkins on that side. This is the U of M side for me. So a pass for Burakoski. That one gets knocked away. Olofsson will try to pick this across the red line side. Don't forget, Alex Tuck is also on the Buffalo Sabres as well. So another product there from Lee from Vegas, who's a very excellent player that plays not alongside Tage Thompson. Sometimes he does. you got Jeff Skinner on there too, but it's good, good players. So Carson Soucy will pick this up now off the long stretch pass. This goes around the inboards, but the icing is beat it out by Jared McCann. Buffalo. Trying to find it now toward the left side of their own red line as Jaden Shorts will get this one down. And now picked up by Jaden Shorts, former St. Louis Blues. Here's a nice setup! And that one was across from McCann for a 1T, but that was stopped by Eric Comrie. And we get a stoppage at 18.07 left to go in the first. So it's one shot to nothing in favor of the Seattle Kraken. Buffalo's not gone on the spot yet. It was a 4 nothing loss for the Sabres against the Philadelphia Flyers. Seattle coming off a 4 nothing win over the Montreal Canadiens. Martin Jones got the 26-save shutout just the other day. So now you have Philip Grubauer in net. Again, Grubauer and Comrie have not been sharp this year as far as their numbers. So you can expect some goals probably in this game, even off the back-to-back. -back. Alex Tuck goes offside. It's going to be a neutral zone draw upcoming here. If Cooper Hopkins does join in on this broadcast, I will be more than happy to get him in. Again, he is on the Pacific time, so it's 4-11 for him. So I can't imagine until after the work, maybe third period, something like that. He may surprise me and ask me how the jersey fits on that side. So picked up now by Olofsson. He'll get this one down the ice for Seattle. Carson Soucy and Turbo Times out there. Brandon Tanev, that's what John Forslund affectionately calls him. You kind of think of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. That side with the action figure. As this touch there by Schultz. So it's going to be an offensive zone draw upcoming for the Kraken. So again, I look at some of these other names in my depth chart. Again, it's all four J's with Alex Wemberg on the second line. Schwartz, McCann, Alexiak, Justin Schultz. There's some pretty good players all the way across this board. I understand the first year was rough. But you have some decent defensive depth, and Seattle's been able to get the points and everything else done by committee. Again, when you talk about it, and I just looked at it with Tage Thompson, he's only got one less goal in the sense of, let me get this right, he's got 56 points, and Matty Beneers has 32 points. What I was going to say, he's got 31 goals, and Matty Beneers only has 32 points. So Seattle gets it done by committee. Everybody's been able to score. They get some goals from D. They get some goals from forward. They 
Signed Martin Jones not too long ago, about a month and a half ago, tried to get some goaltending. He hasn't been great, but he hasn't been bad either. So this one gets blocked. Owen Power trying to pick this up now. As Buffalo can't keep this across the zone. Peyton Krebs, another Vegas product, will go offside. So no Krebs and no Alex Tuck. And no Nick Suzuki if you're Vegas. It's a much, much different team on that side of it. Look, we understand that... A lot of people from the first year are no longer there, but there's a lot of prospects in there that Buffalo is being able to have a nice season, especially after moving on from the Jack Eichel side of it, and they've really pressed one eight of the last ten. So Zemgis Gergensens will keep this live across the right side wall, and a shot maybe got one off the stick of Grubauer as this is picked up. Krebs will get this one. Rasmus Dahlin, Dahlin patient in the middle of the slot with this pass. And it got knocked away from Gergen, says Zandra Burakowski. We'll try to get this one down the ice, but it's icing again. This will be touched up by Samuelson off the hybrid side. When I look at the Buffalo Sabres side, I'll just be honest, as far as their depth chart is concerned, I've not seen Matthias Samuelson this year, but you got Owen Power on the second line. you got Rasmus Dahlin on the first. Dahlin's really broken out after... A few years now, when you were expecting Dowling to be one of the primo D-men, he's kind of turned into that. I don't know about Henry Yukiharu and Labushkin on the back end side, but if you have Dowling and you have power, you have some two linchpins that you can definitely use. And between Tage Thompson, between Krebs, uh, Alex Tuck, Skinner, you got some pretty good players here on the Buffalo side. And if Uka Pekalukinen, when he starts getting back in goal again, doing those same kind of things, who's to say that Buffalo cannot make a playoff spot this year? Honestly, Wembert will get this around Labushkin to negate the icing. And Vinny Henestroza will get this one down here for Buffalo. Again, they're in the all blue with the gold piping lettering. Kind of like the throwback uh, swords jerseys. I like those too. And I also like the black Buffalo heads ones too. They got some nice jerseys on the Buffalo side. So this is picked up by Yoki Haru. We'll get this across to the defense side. Oh, and Power will make the pass across to the right side wing. And this gets picked up by Adam Larson, but only momentarily. Jaden Short's trying to get this out there for the crack. And, and now Larson stretch pass. Jared McCann's pass goes off on one of the Sabres, so it's not going to be icing. And this will get touched up here by the U of M product, the number one pick a couple years ago, Owen Power. He's going to settle this one down as he makes the pass across the Sabres logo at the Key Bank. And again, it is indeed the Swords jerseys that they got right now. Andre Burakowski, former Colorado Avalanche man, will send this one in as Beners will watch. Beneers will try to get to this as this goes back to Jamie Alexiak from the Dallas Stars. He's a big man and he can throw some body blows as Beneers gets pinned along the boards right now. Try to get picked up there by Yoki Haro as they're really working over on the cross check for Beneers. Alexiak tries to hold this in. It is nicely played by Burakowski, but too many bodies in front to knock the puck away as he had it in the middle of the circles. And now it's 15 minutes left to go in the first run out here with you on the play-by-play. -play. We're at KeyBank Center. It's Buffalo Sabres and Seattle Kraken. It's two teams I haven't covered yet this year. Burakowski, nice entry off the toe drag, but his pass gets knocked away. And here's Tuck across the left side wall. And now Larson will try to get this one across to the D-man. Picked up now by Andre Burakowski. And now it's Turbo trying to race for it now as Brandon Tanev tries to get to it. Across the red line. And now this goes back. To Rasmus Dahlin. We'll take his time to get this one across there with Matthias Samuelson. Battle across the red line now between Carson Soucy. And this is picked up by Samuelson. Soucy tried to throw a body blow in there. And this goes back now. Larson. Vince Dunn. 
Vince Dunn with his stretch pass. Morgan Geeky gets bodied off toward the right side wall. And now this stays in. Alex Tuck able to get a piece of it momentarily. But now let's go back to Rasmus Dahlin. 14 minutes left to go in this first. It's only one shot to nothing. It's been a very precipitous defensive game right now. This is picked up across the blue line side for Big Tage Thompson. He's able to break out. Try to get a backhand pass. And again, you can see all six foot six of him. If you're following along on any side of the broadcast, look at the Kraken broadcast on ESPN Plus because John's, John Forslund's one of the better ones that we got in this league. Former Carolina Hurricanes play by play man. So this is picked up now by Susie. No. This gets knocked away. Oliver Bjorkstrand will get a dangle off for a long pass. And Seattle gets like pinned against the boards between three different Sabres. Had no chance to be able to get that puck. And now Sabres will try to break out left to right. This has been a good defensive battle so far. As we've said, not many chances at all. Just one for the Kraken. That was just a long outstretch shot. Yanni Gord alongside the boards can't be held in. Slap shot got deflected. But that one went just wide. Power. Darling. And Yoki Haria will try to get this one across. As this gets picked up, Baton Krabs. Peyton Krebs, Owen Power holding, gives it back to Krebs toward the right side wall. Inside pass there for Thompson, but great defense by Peyton Krebs in his own end. Power helped to get a piece of it. Yokiharu got it blocked. Now this goes back to Owen Power again as he tried to fire a shot and goes wide. This goes toward the right side wall, a diagonal pass. Tried to get picked up by Owen Power again. You can definitely see he's got some ability in the offensive end, and he's got a shot. Peyton Krebs as well. Good 200-foot game as this gets picked up across the reds, red line. And now Jaden Shorts gets us in alongside the wall as Eric Comrie has a look holding on to the right side post. Sabres trying to get this out of their own end right now. We'll just smash this across the wall. But not out. Alexiak off a tip. It's loose. And this one gets solved by Comrie and picked up now. Good outstretch pass there by Buffalo. Could be a race, though. And this one is won by Seattle at the hybrid icing. 12.08 left to go in the first. Two shots to nothing in favor of Seattle, but we're still scoreless. So I hope you guys enjoy this game right now. And this is, again, the first time that I've ever ended up covering these two teams. I will give you a live look around the league. Again, I have my home team in action with the Detroit Red Wings and the Winnipeg Jets. But we will go around the league. We'll go around to some of the standings. We'll take a look at some other things when we get into the break. Lexiak. Off the face-off draw as Seattle's patient, Darlene, overskates it. And now Alexiak will hold to that left side blue line. Seattle trying to get this one alongside as it's Jordan Eberle out there with Manny Beneers right now, but he got canceled off the puck. And now this is flipped across the red line. As this gets picked up by Jamie, he's going to go all the way back to play this puck. Long outstretch pass, Manny Beneers holding off the backhand. Good setup there for Burakoski, but he overskated it there. And now Gord. Tries to get a piece of it with Eberle. Matty Beneers was also there trying to break it out. And now Sabres. This is an outstretch pass. And here goes Tyson Yost, former Colorado Avalanche man. As Matty Beneers goes all the way back in his own end. They pry the puck away from Yost, which was a nice play there by Beneers. He's the lone all-star. Tage Thompson is the lone all-star right now. As everything else is left to the fan vote. You get one from each team. So Power trying to get this one with the help of Yost. Fourth line still out there for Dan Granatostad. Yost will hold. This is going to leave this by Samuelson. T.S. Samuelson lost it. Now it goes to Adam Larson. And Larson, this may bounce up into the players' bench. Yes, it does. 10.55 left to go in the first. 
This wasn't the start that I expected right now, but again, this is a back-to-back. -back. It is a defensive battle. 10.55 left in the squirrels first. Come right back. So shot goes down into the neutral zone, but it's a hybrid icing, and Buffalo is going to touch up here. So 10.45 left to go in the first. It's going to be an offensive zone draw here for the Sabres. They do not have a shot yet, and Seattle only has two. 10.45 left to go in the first. Vince Dunn, three straight games with a goal. He was the St. Louis Blues product. Again, picked up in the expansion draft. Seattle just in their second year. Vegas Golden Knights in their fifth. They missed the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. Seattle trying to get there for the first time in two years. So this gets picked up by Samuelson. And now he gets taken away by McCann. And Gergensen's lost the pass. And now Jared McCann. We'll get this one here for Alex Wemberg, an opportunity for the Kraken. Got brushed aside by the glove hand of Eric Comrie, and that was their best one off of the three-on-two pass. And now Alex Tuck will take his time as he'll leave it here for Rasmus Dahlin. An entry was clean at that to H. Thompson. Nice toe drag move back at part of Scars! The ability of Tage Thompson to get amongst the trees, and he drops it right off to Alex Tuck and finishes it off with a backhand in tight. It's a 1-0 lead for the Swords. Sabres take advantage. 10.04 left to go in this first. So Tage Thompson, again, he's about 6'5", 230. Power move, he just gets around Adam Larson with a windmill deke. Puts the stick up and over, makes the backhand pass to another large human being in Alex Tuck, who is right in front of the doorstep. He got around Jaden Shorts, and the Sabres take a 1-0 lead. That was a really nice-looking goal there by Buffalo. Both of these teams, as we talked about going in, can score lots and lots of goals, and that's kind of what we expected, Daniel Sprong. The Washington Capitals legend, I say that loosely on that side. If you think about some of the NHL games, he got denied there by Comrie. Picked up toward the left side wall, and this was tipped again. Is Turbo going to try to pick this one up? Now this goes back Daniel Strong, D to D. Olafson going to shoot the shot. This one goes way off the right side wall. Owen Power can't find it. And now this is picked up by Buffalo as Kyle Poso tries to find it. Jamie Alexiak looking for a tip, and that one goes way wide as Sprung was out in front. And now the Sabres can one more time try to get this across the right side wall as this gets canceled away from Morgan Geeky. And now here come the Sabres as they get this clear across the right side of the red line, but they thought better. They're going to go ahead and take a change. So Tuck with his 19th from Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner. As this is picked up by Alexiak. Schultz will get this one, but his outstretched pass. Gets picked off, but good forecheck in there by Seattle to go ahead and pick this one up there momentarily, try to get away from Yoki Haru. Body slammed across the right side wall, but Buffalo still stays with it. It's a weak pass into the middle of the dots, but somehow Buffalo will collect. Grubauer is in trouble and behind his own net as his bounces off of the back of Carson Soucy. This may give Buffalo an opportunity to break out, but no. They'll get a piece of it now as... Oliver Bjorkstrand will get this one down. Again, he was a product that will be missed from the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's on Seattle nowadays. 8.15 left to go in the, in the first. Alex Tuck with the lone goal right now, assisted by Tage Thompson with the primary side. And across the red line. Can safely dump as this goes back to Philip Grubauer. Seattle going to take their chance. Adam Larson with an outstretched pass. This one gets flubbed, but it's going to work anyway as it hits Casey Middlestat. Middlestat. 
as one of the Sabres loses it in between their skates. It's a battle into the neutral zone now, but Middlestat will work hard and pick this one all the way back up by his lonesome. This goes around the end boards now for the Sabres, as they'll take a chance to move some things around between uh, Owen Power and Kel Clegg. Those are the defensive out there right now. Tyson Yost will get this one down deep, and this touches the stick of Grubauer one more time. He plays this hard along the inside wall. But this is picked up. Casey Middlestad in between the circles will pass to the outside looking for a deflection. Olofsson was there, but the stick went wide. And now it can't get out. And Yost keeps it in as the Sabres can't get it out of their own end. It was Burakoski that fanned on a clear. But now the Kraken will pick this up toward the right side dot. Adam Larson will get this one to Beneers. Beneers is going to have to peel back now to go to Vince Dunn. And Vince Dunn gets around two separate sticks. Gets this one down the ice, where it touches the goal stick of Eric Comrie. So about 13 minutes left to go on this first draw down here with you at the Key Bank Center. A lot of empty seats right now between these two teams, but the Sabres have been very good. They've won eight of the last ten. Seattle's won five in a row. They're 4-0 on this road stand right now. So win, lose, or draw, it's been an excellent road stand right now, but there's still tons of time with 6.40 left in the first. Wimbert off the backhand trying to gain the entry. Schultz will drop it here for Jared McCann. As this one gets knocked away, and now Wenberg will collect. Tried to shoot a shot there. Jaden Shorts got canceled off. This gets tipped by Alexiak, and now Wenberg will pick it up in behind the office of Comrie. Wenberg gets it back toward the right side wall, looking for a backhand pass, and just eluded the stick of Jared McCann. Seattle has to touch back because they're off sides. This is going to give Buffalo an opportunity to really take their time and get everybody changed. It's six shots to two. But Buffalo's got the lone goal right now, courtesy of Alex Tuck from Tage Thompson. Akposo, his pass bounced off one of his teammates. And now this gets cleared into the right side wall. Down the ice, it's going to be icing against the Kraken. And it's going to be an offensive zone draw coming up for Buffalo. 5.52 left in the opening frame. Buffalo up one nothing. So I'm going to take a look at some of the other notes because I think the commercial is going to stay with us here. So the Kraken in the midst of a seven-game road trip was the longest in their short franchise history, 4-0 so far. They've already beaten uh, New York Islanders, Edmonton, and Toronto during this run, but they're going to be playing Boston, Tampa, Edmonton, and New Jersey during the rest of this stretch in their schedule. So during the seven-game road stand, they're 4-0 right now, but when they come back between some of these games, it will be... Tampa, Edmonton, New Jersey, and Colorado, so it's going to be tough. Now we will go to a break, and we'll talk more in a minute. Carson Soucy will get the puck dumped down deep, and now Samuelson will pick it up. Here for the Buffalo Sabres, it's a battle toward the right side wall, but it's won there by Buffalo. Kyle Lockposo. So fourth line's out there for Dan Granato squad with the first line defenses. Adam Larson will touch up off the hybrid. 5.24 left to go in this first draw. Now here with you from Key Bank Center, doing the play-by-play -play here today. Full game coverage you're going to follow with the broadcast in hand, the recorder that you see me holding. That's a hopelessportsguide.wordpress.com. That's where all our broadcasts are. And on that side of it, it's on Spotify, anywhere you can get your, your broadcasts and podcasts, and then the game story will always follow. So that's what I've been doing for about a year's time now. This is year number two here as far as all that stuff is done. and It's been a lot more NHL assignments as we've gone across, but I've not forgotten about uh, basketball and Baseball and other college assignments, maybe at some point during this part of year 2023, I'll get to a soccer game or a football game, but I don't know enough. So shot gets tipped, but it goes across the right side of the wall. Postal will get this one down. Adam Larson will touch up. 
the Edmonton Oilers product. And now Seattle Kraken will break out. Matty Beneers, it's one on three. Going to go for a long wrist shot, and he whistled it wide to the right post. Had a lot of heat on it, but it just missed. And now this goes back. Henestroza, now from Middlestrap. Henestroza will get this now. He's going to shoot for a, long, a short side shot. And somehow that fell back to Philip Grubauer. I thought it went wide. It ended up going right into the webbing of the catching glove. So that will count as a shot on goal. 4.51 left to go in the first. This was just a shot from Vinny Henestroza along the right side wall. And I think it got tipped by Kyle Ocposo. And that's how it ended up getting back into the webbing of the catching glove. It went off Ocposo's arm. And then went right back to Philip Grubauer. You don't see that very often. Alex Wimberg can't win the draw. And this will give Buffalo some opportunity for puck possession. Martin Jones, he stops it with the left of the stick. And this is picked up now. Rasmus Dahlin put this down deep. Dylan Cousins trying to find it as he gets sandwiched on the right side wall. He almost got nutmeg by Jaden Schwartz as this gets picked up. And now Yukiharu will get this one across with Dahlin off the backhand. And that one goes wide to the left bar. Seattle just trying to get this out of their own end right now as Jared McCann ends up winning a puck battle. Jaden Shorts with Wemberg trying to do the windmill deke, but that one got knocked away. Flipped over toward the right side wall. Sabres will collect. This is going to touch the stick, or no, it's not. Philip Grubauer going to let it go for icing. Thought maybe he'd play it. Going to take the offensive zone draw here out of the Seattle Kraken with 4.08 left to go in the first. Again, the lone goal was... A chance for Alex Tuck off of a great individual move for Tage Thompson. And again, this is my first time seeing both of these teams, but when I seen Tage Thompson, you see all six foot five of them as he's listed. You can see this in the broadcast. He looks like a mountain of a man with his skating ability. So he's one of those hybrid two-way forwards that can also kind of play a little bit of defense, a little bit of offense, do a little bit of everything. That's what a two-way forward would do, but at that size... That's what's really striking, and the fact that his shot can be in the upper reaches of the hundreds. I'm talking like 103, 104, not just standard 100. He's got a wicked, wicked shot with power and placement, so he's going to score a lot of goals, and Buffalo is going to be happy as heck to have him, I would imagine. So Carson Soucy, as this goes D to D, this gets knocked away there from Daniel Sprong. Sprong will collect off of the stick lift, though. This is played back off the right side of the boards. Sprung will try to find it as Seattle doing a good job staying in the end, but now it's going to be a three-on-two developing as Vinny Henestroza will play a pass off the embankment. This takes a fortunate bounce, but it went just wide of Philip Grubauer's cage. And now this gets given right to Carson Soucy. They just tried to bank it off Grubauer's face mask, but it fell right to Carson Soucy. Brandon Tanev. And now we are finally going to get our first penalty. I believe this is going to be Carson Soucy because he just punched somebody into the into the boards. And he probably used a little bit of the stick as well. Taking a look at the replay, yeah, it was Carson Soucy. A little bit of a hold and drive into the boards of Tyson Yo. So Sabres go to the first power play when we come back. Picked up now. This will be toward the right side of the dot. It's going to be an offensive zone draw here. Dylan Cousins is trying off the tie-up, and the Sabres do win it. This goes to Rasmus Dahlin now. Dahlin going to take his hands. This goes back to Cousins. Dahlin in the high slot now. Dahlin, nice back pass as he was under duress between three Seattle Kraken sticks. Buffalo keeps us alive. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, patient, trying to find Dahlin. And now Cousins will collect off the right side wall. Back pass by Tuck. Buffalo on the power play right now. They've won the draw. 
Shot by Cousins. This goes off of the pad of Philip Grubauer. And Tage Thompson shot an absolute bullet that was a sacrificial block there by one of the Kraken. And that one has to hurt because, like we said, he's in the upper regions of the 100. About 103, 104, he's been clocked at. 40 power play goals for the Buffalo Sabres, 25 for the Seattle Kraken on the season right now. It's Buffalo's when it's on the power plays. Swords got the puck, and this one's picked up by Eric Comrie. Again, he's making his start over like the last 15 games coming off an of injury. Luka Pekalukanen has been sent down to the AHL Rochester side there for Buffalo. And again, he can freely do so because he's on a two-way deal. So they sent him down so they can go ahead and bring up Eric Comrie without having to wave it forward or a D-man. So Thompson. Off the backhand. As this will get picked up by Owen Power. U of M man. We'll get this one across to Kalak Poso. Power. Gets canceled off the right side wall. And Seattle has done a great job so far on this kill. Not to mention the Tage Thompson block. As Eric Comrie will touch this up. 25 seconds left to go on the Buffalo power play. And the Root Sports feuds here for Seattle. The font's quite small. So I have to remember that they're on the power play side. As this is picked up there by... Akposo, but Will Borgen will get this one down here for Seattle. Yanni Gord will watch as Eric Comrie will just make a long pass toward the right side dot. Akposo gains the entry. Here's a back pass. Good setup there. Cousins and Philip Grubauer just robbed somebody on the Buffalo Sabres. But this is with Seattle now. They'll get this across the red side red line. And now Buffalo will touch up. 115 left. We get a stoppage. Penalties called for holding. And we'll see who this is going to be on. I believe this is going to be on Buffalo with hence the booze. So the Key Bank Center crowd doesn't like it, that of what's there. I would say you could probably disperse. I wouldn't say 50% of the building is full, maybe 65%. Because you could definitely flutter a lot of these fans and funnel them toward one side of the ice. And you can see part of a section not filled at all. Tage Thompson, that one went off of the skate of Will Borgen and cleared down the ice. That one had to hurt. So Matty Beneers lost the draw. And now this is a chance for Seattle on the par play side. Scores! It's tipped in! Seattle scores right off the power play, right when they get it. And we'll see who this is going to be credited for, whether that's Eberle or Sprong. I think Jordan Eberle, he was the one that was right on the doorstep. And ties the game at one here for the Kraken. I'm going to pull up my ESPN box as well so we can get you those official numbers when they get updated. So right now it only has the Buffalo goals, I'd imagine, because this just happened. So it just goes D to D. A shot from D to D gets tipped in. I think Jordan Eberle was the one to touch it with the stick. He was. He got it around Matias Samuelson. It beat Eric Comrie. So Jordan Eberle right on the power play. Seattle had their opportunity in six seconds in on their power play. Man advantage. They score. Tie this game at one. So shots are now 8-6 favor of the Buffalo Sabres, but it's a 1-1 tie. Power play goal in five of the last six games there for the Kraken. So Henestroza will go back D to D as this gets picked up now by Yoki Haru, who will get this one down. Vince done as this gets around Tyson Yost. And now Jaden Shorts can't get to it. Try to go to Vinny Henestroza toward the left side dot. And now Brandon Tanev, turbo times, got it toward the left side wall as this gets knocked away from... Casey Middlestat. And now Jaden Shorts will take his time, make a cross pass for Andre Burakowski. He needs some help, though. He's going to hold this off the forehand, just trying to buy some time. Carson Soucy will get a couple stick checks in there, trying to break this out before Buffalo can get into the offensive end. 
And Seattle has time on their side right now. You think they'll be patient with 10 seconds left to go in this first. They just tied it at one. They touched up on side was Eli Tolvin. And again, he's been hot. He's got five points in five games since being called up. Buffalo's going to run out of time to the right side wall. That ends the first. 1-1 is your scoreline. It's Alex Tuck and Jordan Eberle, the lone goal scorers. When we come back, we'll call the second stanza in a moment. So we're just getting set here for second period puck drop. It's uh, Tuck and Yanni Gord set to go ahead and take the draw here. As the ref is still waiting to drop this, remember they're having a little lunch plans. That was Peyton Krebs, excuse me. So Krebs will get this one after Owen Power gets his cross for Krebs and he'll trip this one in. So it's going to be a right to left for the Buffalo Sabres. They have the blue swords jerseys with the gold piping on the side. Those are really, really nice. And on the other side for Seattle, they have their road whites. They're going to be going left to right in this second period. The shots are tied at seven. The goals are tied at one. It was Alex Tuck. And it was Jordan Eberle, your long goal scorers. Eberle with his 10th from Burakoski. That's on the Root Sports Stuff. We're watching with John Forslund. I'm John on here with you, your play-by-play man at KeyBank Center on ESPN+. Plus Between Seattle and Buffalo Sabres. And yes, this is a Matty Beneers. Custom from uh, Cooper Hopkins, directed from the Seattle Washington Shop. Right former Seattleite. Uh, proud and raised there on that side, he would say. As this one gets tipped up in the air and goes in the netting. That was a shot there for Jared McCann, and we'll do it again to the neutral zone. So I sent him his check. Again, as we've said, it should begin at any day now as far as all that stuff. It'd be nice, though, as, as sweet as this jersey is, and again, it's a 10 out of 10 for me as far as that's concerned. It'd be nice for as much as pay for a jersey to get a couple tickets on that side included by the NHL. Come on, guys. Alex Wemberg lost it, and now this goes to Jeff Skinner. His outstretched pass gets tipped by the stick of Vince Dunn, and one of the fans got to look out over there. There was a, a shock. I hope nobody got hit with this puck as this got flipped up in the air. And I'm serious. Jeff Skinner, and this was just fluttering, spinning up in the air. You see a lot of fans had their head down and doing this and a little bit of reaction. It was a spinning puck. Hopefully it, it had velocity on it. Hopefully it hit the glass or something else and not a fan. As that's what they're looking at right now. And oh boy, that's not what, oh man. One of the fans might have been clipped with the puck, and there's some towels right from the bench. Somebody got hit in the face. Oh, I hope I never had to do this during the broadcast, guys, but we're going to have to take a couple extra minutes here as they need to attend to one of these fans. And I know this isn't one of those situations where they were looking down on their phone. It was just a puck that was tipped off of a stick from Vince Dunn. Nothing they can do. They had a hell of a lot of velocity on it. It just went over the glass in the player's bench. It hit one of the fans right in the face. Boy, oh boy. So I hope that he or she or whoever it was is okay. Everybody is gathered around them right now. They got towels and hopefully be able to get the blood and everything else all squared away and get everything all stitched up and be okay. As some of the fans now are starting to rise to their feet and clap their hands, it seems like the fans are going to be okay. And the puck is cleared in, picked up now by the Sabres, shooting the short side. And now Carson Soucy will get this one down. So it's never easy to transition in the broadcast, so good thing the one of the teams didn't score right there. So thankfully the fans okay, and we're back underneath play right now. As this is picked up, Jaden Shorts. And across the right side for Alex Wemberg, but this gets canceled off. And now this goes to Vinny Hanastroza. Hanastroza toward Rasmus Asplund, but this is an icing, so... 
Buffalo can't change their offensive personnel, and Seattle got an offensive zone draw. Still seven shots to seven. 18.30 left to go in the second. 1-1 one, one is your scoreline. So as we mentioned, Seattle's got a crazy-looking schedule coming because they got the Bruins on Thursday. you got an easy one with the Blackhawks on Saturday, formidably. And then a back-to-back between Tampa and the Oilers. If that Tampa game wasn't so early, honestly, I might consider even doing Tampa and Seattle just to see where Seattle would stand right now. Because I think that they're going to be a playoff team at the end of this. And honestly, Buffalo, if they keep doing what they're doing, they could be as well. They have a little more ground to make up in the East, but winning 8 out of 10, yeah, that's going to put you in the playoffs. You can consistently do that. So Beneers will get this around Kel Clegg. And Beneers now trying to find this. Burakowski. This is whistled dead. Not sure why. Was there a penalty toward the right side boards that we missed? And now this is picked up here by Samuelson. Samuelson was having a look. One of the Kraken were having a look. I think Seattle may be going to a power play. Matthias Samuelson might be going to the box, or Seattle might be going to the box. Jordan Eberle right now, he's going to sit in the sim bin. So there was a meeting toward the right side of the boards for a slash, and we'll see what it is. So Eberle's in toward the right side of the wall, and he clipped. Yes, he clipped Matthias Samuelson. So he missed that stick during the face during the camera cut. So it's going to be the second power play for Buffalo. That was a great stop inside from Philip Grubauer against Alex Tuck. And now racing one way is turbo time. And now he'll peel it back. So Seattle going to take their time here with Adam Larson. Adam Larson with his outstretched passes will get cleared down the ice. And that was a great save by Philip Grubauer. I know there's not been a lot of chances either way on both of these teams. But you can't underestimate that kind of stop in tight. Tuck. Trying to make his pass as it gets blocked. He'll pick it back up, though. With Alex Tuck and Tage Thompson, again, they're not always together, I wouldn't think, on the kill. Some serious size and goal-scoring ability for Buffalo. And that could be a real problem for some of these other teams that like to have these smaller, high-skilled type forwards. Not to say that Tuck and Thompson can't do that. They can do it in the bigger bodies. So Cousins will draw a defender and Jared McCann as this goes back to Rasmus Dahlin. Darlene will take his time now. Darlene's still holding. He's contested toward the right side of the blue one. Good job by Will Borgen just to get a stick on it. And now Yanni Gordon will cut across as this gets knocked away from Jared McCann. But he's got it alive as this is toward the right wall. He's canceled off toward the right red line. And now Thompson take his time into the center zone. And now Cousins holding off the backhand just trying to make a pass. But he didn't find anybody but a Seattle jersey as this one gets flipped down the ice. 25 seconds left to go in this power play. Buffalo with their second of the game as far as power play concerned. Might be going 0 for 2. They got 20 seconds to get in the zone though as Peyton Krebs had to peel back. Now Casey Middlestack, good setup toward the right side wall. As a skiff fluttered around the embankment. Picked up here by Peyton Krebs, number 19. Will crisscross and get it back to the D. Now Middlestack to power. Power back to Middlestack. Now Krebs. Krebs looking for the pass across without Bacalak Poso. Middlestack picks it up. Power in the middle of the slot now. Holding. Slap shot set up for Thompson. And again, that one was blocked. As this one gets flipped down the ice. So no shots for Buffalo on that power play. Still 8-7 on the shots. Middle stab. Back pass. Right in the middle of the slot. And a good set up there for Rasmus Asplund. But he got denied by Philip Grubauer. 15-46 left to go in the second. John on here with you. 
on the call as KeyBank Center. It's been a fun game right now between these two teams, honestly. I know there's not been a lot of shots, but again, two teams I haven't covered, so maybe I keep my four eyes a little bit more wide open, or maybe I'm just trying to concentrate in on this cold side, so I hope the voice and everything else is going to pick it up through and not sound a little too nasally here. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you following along. So Tyson Yost might get kicked out of the draw. So this will go to Vinny Henestrosa, former Chicago Blackhawk. He signed with the Buffalo Sabres. Not, not how sure how long his deal is going to be before I tongue-tie myself as Henestrosa will win it. Henestrosa will try to get this one, but this one will go back to Ilya Labushkin, the former Maple Leafs product. Kel Clegg will get this across the right side of the red line. And now Schultz trying to find it. He got canceled off a couple of sticks, and so did Eberle, who just came out of the box. Yost will get this one down here for Rasmus Asplund as he got driven toward the right side of the wall. He tried to just do a little shove to get around on some of the inside of the boards, a little L1 on the PlayStation controller, but he couldn't do it. So Andre Burakowski, Ilya Labushkin falls down. It's really dangerous in behind Kel Clegg. And now Eric Comrie is just waiting toward the left side of the dot. Matty Beniers gets knocked down, but he makes a play on his wallet as he gets this one across the right side wall. Burakowski trying to keep it alive. And now Asplund. Long outstretch pass. Here's a breakaway. Stopped by Jones. Or Philip Grubauer, excuse me. Philip Grubauer stops it. And this one, I want to make sure I get this right. Vinny Henestrosa was in on the break. And this was stopped by Grubauer. So for Grubauer, and as all of his 350 goals against her, there's somewhere thereabouts. This was a shot right down in the middle between the circles. No moves there by Henestrosa. He just tried to set it up off the forehand and shoot. And it was a good save. Hooking call upcoming against Seattle. So penalties abound. Andre Burakowski to the box and Buffalo scores! Rasmus Stalin gives the Swords the lead. It's a 2-1 lead for the Sabres. So right as the camera cut back, it was a face-off win. Rasmus Stalin in between the circles. He is on one hell of a torrid pace, folks. No doubt about it. He certainly had his breakout. It's a pass that goes right to Darlene off the face-off win. He's just going to walk in and fire. It's as simple as you like. That's it, and that's all. It was a little bit of a toe-drag hold. He got a shot as he was getting closer toward the middle of the circles, but to be frank, he was in the high slot, and he wired that one toward the right side bar and in. That was a heat-seeking missile, and it gave the Sabres a 2-1 lead. 13 goals for Darlene. He's tied for a career high. And we still got a whole hell of a lot more to play. We've got about half of the season left. He could easily get to 20. So picked up now Kyle Ocposo. We'll try to get this one down. Will Borgen with Kyle, uh, Carson Soucy. They're out there right now. Borgen lost it in between the skates. This could be an opportunity here for Buffalo. Alex Tuck will get this one. As this is kept alive, Peyton Krebs tried to get his pass across. That got knocked away. And Oliver Bjorkstrand with his outstretched pass. Again, good active sticks by Matthias Samuelson. He brings this one in. We'll get it back toward the right side of the wall in between the dots. And now Seattle. Yanni Gord. Tampa Bay Lightning product. Now Oliver Bjorkstrand leaves it here for Gord. Off the backhand. Good shot and setup. But a good stop there by Eric Comrie. 13.58 left to go in the second. Let's go to a commercial break. Sabres just took a 2-1 lead. So Yoki Hari will play this one off the right side boards, and now Buffalo will get back. It's Owen Power. We'll get this one out. Vinny Henestrosa trying to race for it with the help of Casey Middlestat. As this gets kept in by Power, 
just barely toward the right side of the line. They might want to look at that if Buffalo actually scores. So power stuck toward the left side wall, trying to hold. Again, it's first and second picks, respectively, from a couple of years ago from U of M products. But Owen Powers' team's got the lead over Matty Paneers. It's a 2-1 lead for the Buffalo Sabres. So another good opportunity, like I said, even though I'm an Oakland University alum from Rochester Hills, Michigan, to get to watch two Michigan products play against each other on that side of a new event for Manny Beniers and Old Power. And I've liked what I've seen on both sides. This game has been pretty good all the way across the board as well. So 13-12 left to go in the second. Hopefully we get an update as far as the fan that was hit by the puck. I know that there was some clapping and stuff, but hopefully everything else is okay. That happened very early in the second period. So hopefully we get some good news and I can relay that across when we get to it if they do talk about it. So Daniel Sprung. And now Eberle made the play from his knees as he just put this around the boards. But this is a chance now for the Buffalo Sabres. Again, and they're all blue with the gold piping. They're going to go right to left in the second period. Seattle cracking left to right. They're in the road whites with the black pants. Or navy. So, Matty Beniers. Nice setup. In between a couple backhand, we'll get it back. As Beniers in full flight. Now off the windmill move, trying to pin Samuelson to the right side board. So full speed there for Matty Beniers. I like that effort. As this is picked up by Eberle. He's got Beniers with him if he wants. Eberle holds, shoots, and he fires it wide. In off of the mesh. 12-20 left to go in the second as we get a stop. It's a 2-1 lead for the Sabres. And let's give you your goal scores if you're just joining me here. It was 1-1 game after 1. Alex Tuck opened the scoring at 9.56 from Thompson and Skinner. Thompson made a great windmill deke toward the left side of the dot. He set up Tage Thompson with a backhanded 2-on-1 sauce. Put it in the Jordan Ebola got a tip right off the power play at 18.52. And now Rasmus Dahlin off the power play opportunity from Jeff Skinner and Dylan Cousins at 5-12. That's the latest marker of this game. Got about 12 minutes left to go in the second. John Ott is my name. We are commentating from Key Bank Center. I have the Seattle Kraken feed with John Forslund. It's a 2-1 lead for Buffalo. So Rasmus Asplund lost it as this goes back to Will Borgen. Borgen just going to put this around the wall. Picked up now by Buffalo as they'll quickly get this one down. It's interesting to see how these two teams are going to play directly off of a back-to-back -back for both of these squads. First time I've covered both of these teams. Good pass. This might be a race for the puck. This is going to be a chance off the slap shot that goes off the right side of the wall. It was an opportunity for one of the Kraken, but fired it way, way wide with no one else in front. But again, when you're in full flight trying to shoot and you're tired, you're probably going to miss. So Morgan Geeky. Gets this one down across the right side red line. And now, Semgis Gergensons will get this one down. As this gets picked up, Oliver Bjorkstrand trying to give chase. And this gets picked up here by Schultz. Schultz will settle it down. As Jamie Alexiak and Schultz are out there for Dave Hextel's squad on the second line side. Schultz toward the right side. Wall tipped in front! Scores! Schultz sets up Yanni Gord right on the doorstep. Ties the game at two. Very high-skilled goals that we've seen in this game. And a couple opportunities in between both of these goalies, I would say between Philip Grubauer and now Eric Comrie there that was victimized. Great job by Schultz to just drive the right side of the boards and keep it alive off the forehand. Tipped right on front, deflected quickly for Yanni Gord. Schultz to Gord, the Tampa Bay Lightning product, ties the game at dose. 
Two goals, I would say, as I was mentioning these goalies just a couple minutes ago. You're not stopping those. You get power moves right in front of the net. There's no flybys. You get in the zone, try to make something happen. And good things will happen when you work hard. Tipped. And this one gets knocked away. Seattle just scored. Yanni Gord is sixth of the season. He's got five of them on the road, so he likes the road life. As Comrie gets away from the trapezoid to play one. Yoki Haru couldn't find it. And now uh, Victor Olofsson will get this one down. Tyson Yost. This one gets picked up here. Jaden Schwartz will just rocket it down. And now Jared McCann. He got body there against Yoki Haru. And now Schwartz tries to find it again as Alex Wemberg. The all-J line is out there right now between Jimmy Alexiak, Schwartz, everyone else. Like that. There's four of them outside there with Alex Wemberg. Yoki Haru still stuck in his own end. Now Adam Larson will body off the puck. This has been an opportunity for Vince Dunn to touch up on the hybrid ice. He does. So Buffalo can't make personnel changes. Seattle just scored, and they want to continue to build on this momentum. Let's talk about it again, just as we get a little bit of stoppage before we get the offensive zone draw. I'll scroll up in my notes. So Seattle, 10-8-2 at Climate Predge. They're 13-4-2 at at, on the road on that side of it. So 10-8-2 at home, 13-4-2 on the road. That's one of the very best records we have in the league. Shot gets tipped toward the right side wall. Will Borgen will get this now. Keep it alive off the back end. He's just going to put it around the end boards. And now Andre Burakowski, former Colorado Avalanche man, who just won. Burakowski get this one. Carson Soucy with a short side shot. Missed the right side post. Manny Beneers set it up now. Burakowski. Patient. Burakowski again. He whistled the shot, but it went right into the stomach of Eric Comrie. 9.41 left to go in the second. Seattle has tied it. Yanni Gord is the man. 2-2. So 2-2 game now. Yanni Gord, as we check back in here with you, he has the latest one. Seattle and Buffalo. It's the first time covering these two. It is uh, John out here with you on the play-by-play -play as this one gets blasted off the one tee. And McCann is slow off of that left leg as he took a big-time heavy blast off the one tee. What I was going to say is we're at KeyBank Center. It's a 2-2 game. Both of these teams played off the back-to-back. And uh, I expected a lot of goals right now. It was coming in at 6.5, and, and even off the back-to-back, -back, you had situations in goaltending in between Philip Grubauer and Eric Comrie. Again, Eric Comrie hasn't played about 15 starts on that side of it, where he's coming off of injury. They sent down Ukopekalukunin, because you can do that on the HL side, because on the two-way, you don't have to give up another forward or a D-man. So that's why they sent him down, put him down to Rochester. So... On that side of it for Dan Granado, you think you got three goaltenders you can work with, you need to give Eric Comrie some burn. So they do that, Philip Grubauer playing off the back-to-back -back after the Martin Jones shutout. So he had some potential for goals, because both these goalies about a 370 goals against. So it's a 2-2 game right now, 855 left to go in the second frame. And we'll see who ends up taking this one. This is picked up now toward the left side of the red line. Buffalo trying to find it in the offensive end as they're just pinned to the... Left side of the red line on the boards as this gets sent around and now sent in and deeper. Picked up as Grubauer holding on to the right side post as it goes back to Owen Power in there from uh, Samuelson. Power tried to go right in himself, tried to shoot off of the forehand and overskated it barely was one of the Eli Tolvanen. Again, five games, five points for Tolvanen as he was just called up. Oliver Bjorkstrand off of the long outstretch pass dropping for Tolvanen. It gets blocked. It's going to go right to Yanni Gord. And he had a wicked pass that was going through the middle of the slot, but just an active stick check there by Buffalo. We'll knock it away. 
8.05 or thereabouts left to go in this second. I'm watching the feed from Crack Inside on ESPN Plus on Root Sports, trying to relay this to you on the YouTube and Twitter Spaces side, though. So thank you guys for following along. This is Kel Clegg. We'll get this one now. Owen Power usually out there right now, as is what they got for Granado squad. This is picked up here by Zemgis Gergensens. Gergensens now put this across low to high. Clegg, Power, as this one gets tipped, this gets grabbed out of the air. And I think they're going to call this for a hand pass or attempted one at that. 740, they'll get it on Kulik Post. So no penalty, but it's going to be a face-off, probably in the neutral zone. As we get a stoppage with 740 tied a dose. So I am, watch I am watching and I am wearing my custom Matty Beneers jersey, courtesy of my broadcast partner, Cooper Hopkins. Again, we can talk about that when he uh, ever comes in this broadcast. Maybe I'll see him in the third. Who knows? Where it ends up happening on that side but his check is in the mail I got this a few days early I was anticipating getting this today so I'm anticipating you know he's gonna get the check either today or tomorrow he said the California side for the postal is very uh, hit and miss so I hope that that ends up working out but I sent it directly to where he sent it to me on Instagram for the address so I hope he gets it soon so picked up by Matias Samuelson he put this alive the inboards now you know this is a race for the puck Victor Olofsson will get to it now Olofsson Stop on a dime. Put this across there for Middlestad. He's just pinned in behind the office of Philip Grubauer. Eight shot to three as far as blocks. Seattle's got that lead there. 14 hits to 10. Seattle leads there as well in this 2-2 tie. As we have the 6.55 marker in the middle frame. It's a good contest right now. Tied at two. Matty Beneers trying to win the race. He cannot. As this is picked up. Owen Power gets this one here to Casey Middlestad. He'll safely clear the red line. Get this one down. Philip Grubauer take no chances. He'll touch this one with the stick as this goes to Jaden Shorts, former St. Louis Blues man. Shorts almost overskated. He had to look back and see where the puck was. Almost was a turnover, but Owen Power. U of M will pick this up now. It's Owen Power, Manny Beneers. Top two picks from a couple years ago. As this goes back to Will Borgen. Will Borgen, it's dangerous. Am I in the office? It was shoulder to side by Grubauer. Another shot in tight. As Tuck just missed the net. It was a turnover there through the traffic by Borgen, but there was too many Sabres around him. And now the Sabres for four straight shots. Power. Fake it is Yokiharu. And now Power will collect. Get this one across here for Tuck. Tuck holds. And Seattle will finally get a piece of it as Philip Grubauer had to do a little bailout for his defense there. But I don't really blame old Borgen. It was just a dangerous pass there by the forwards. It was a one-on-three. He couldn't win that race. So Buffalo tries to get this, but they're clear. Goes off of Carson Soucy. And pick it back up now. Outstretched pass. As Seattle will try to chip and chase this one as Turbo will chip and chase. Hit this off the inboards. Picked up now by Daniel Sprung as the fourth line's out there for Dave Hextall's squad. As his bounces away from Tage. And now Buffalo. Nice pass off the inboards. It's Kalak Poso. He's the captain nowadays. Sprung is all alone toward the right side. And he got canceled off by Henestroza at the last moment. He didn't shoot right away. Sprung tries to get this around here for Turbo. Tanev trying to pick this up with the help of Sprung. But now here comes Buffalo. And now Rasmus Asplund. This gets knocked away by the stick of Grubauer and a long outstretched pass by Larson. This brings Sprong again off the backhand. Sprong between the circles. His five-hole shot gets denied. So a couple opportunities there for Daniel Sprong. 
I think he's got to be a little bit more uh, definitive on those, if we're going to be honest. Dylan Cousins toward the backhand. Now try to windmill toward the middle of the circles. That gets knocked away. Loose puck battle. This one is won by Seattle. And the white jerseys will get this one across. Yanni Gord driving off the backhand. He blows a tire. Rasmus Dahlin got in his way. This stays there for Justin Schultz. Schultz will get this as pinned to the right side boards as Eli Tolvanen. This still stays in there for Seattle. Four minutes left. Here's a bomb. This one's get deflected. Jurgensen's got a piece of it. This is still with the Kraken, however. Eli Tolvanen trying to find this here for Rasmus Dahlin. Dahlin off the forehand. He will calmly play this one. Ilya Labushkin as they've mixed their defensive lines. <laughs> Zemgis will get this one down as this goes now to the Seattle Kraken. Jordan Eberle has a, a piece of it, but now Zemgis will get a long pass. This one gets knocked down by a couple of Kraken skates. Buffalo's trying to find it as well. As now this touch, Matthias Samuelson. He lost it. Matty Beneers will go back in defensive end to help. Good, responsible defensive game for Matty Beneers. That's what I've noticed a lot. And now set up here for Susie. Cross pass in the high slot. Beneers just watching to make sure that he needs to be able to help any of these defensive forwards as it goes back to Samuelson. Samuelson will take a long look. Going to leave it here for Rasmus Asplund. And now this goes to Middlestad. Vince Dunn in his way. It's in the offensive office here for Buffalo. They're trying to make something happen. Is Grubauer taking a look toward the right side of the wall? Jane Shorts lost it. And now Peyton Krebs off the backhand. Going to get this across the wall. Back to Samuelson. Get this in deep. Carson Soucy trying to find it. It gets loose in the high slot, but all of a sudden can't find the rebound. He's got a skate for it. It would have been an open net for the Sabres. Olofsson set it up for, for Samuelson. Bomb. And that one goes just wide. Still kept in, though. Olofsson doing yeoman's work there with Tyson Yost. And now Matty Beneers pass. Goes off of the skate of Middlestat. Beneers will get this down deep, though. He never stopped moving as this touches the stick of Samuelson. So Samuelson's been out there for about two and a half minutes right now on the defensive side. Alex Tuck. His pass gets deflected off of one of the Sabres, so no ice. And Kraken will get this all the way down. Good outstretch pass toward the left side wall for Jaden Shorts. But he got canceled off by Rasmus Dahlin. That was a definitive backhand pass. This could be a breakout opportunity. Dylan Cousins able to ride that blue line. Tage Thompson fires quickly, gets it back. And a deflected opportunity got fanned on. Philip Grubauer, the puck is sitting and spinning. Cross pass, Grubauer with the diving save toward the right side of the wall as they jam away at it. But Dahlin gets denied. And now there's some pushing and shoving as the refs have to kind of set this aside as it's Jeff Skinner. I don't know who the other two are there right now. Jeff Skinner's out there with Tuck, but Skinner and Tanev. It's, it's uh, Turbo and Skinner that are doing some pushing and shoving. Skinner couldn't hold it right away and to take an extra beat allowed Philip Grubauer to make the diving save toward the right side of the red line and it also bounced off the post before he got a piece of it. Come right back, we'll finish up the second. So it's a 2-2 game, it's 4 on 4 offsetting as you would expect, so it would be Turbo and Skinner in the box for Seattle and Buffalo respectively. So minute 47 left to go thereabouts on the 4 on 4, so about what, 10 minutes of... Ten seconds of four-on-four four going to the third period, excuse me, when we get to that point. So Adam Larson will get this across as this gets picked up here by Rasmus Dahlin. Expertly using the body and the forehand and just 
hold that stick away. And now this will go back. Darlene will take his time. We'll see how dangerous Buffalo can be on the 4-on-4 side. I think with these high-scoring defensemen, is, they just didn't stay onside. Olofsson was offside. Darlene had an entry. What I was going to say there, between Darlene and Thompson, wherever you want to throw out there, that's some high-powered utility as far as ammunition that you can use. And in a 4-on-4 situation... I think that might be an advantage for Buffalo. That's just me. I think John Forslund just said on the broadcast side of it that Seattle has yet to score a 4-4 game when they're a team that gets it done by committee. Tage Thompson and Darlene can do a lot of the heavy lifting, so that would be my guess. So Beneers will win the draw, and this will give Seattle puck possession with a minute left to go in this second. We are tied at dose. It's been a good game right now. Both of these teams just played last night. Seattle got a 4-0 win over the Montreal Canadiens, and Buffalo lost to the Philadelphia Flyers, who all of a sudden starting to get hot again, 4-0 on that side, so a pair of fours. Seattle's been excellent on the road, and we're going to see if they can continue that. And Buffalo's been pretty average at Key Bank Center, where we're doing the play-by-play -play right now. Power. Try to gain the entry right now as Beneers was getting in his way, so it was Power versus Beneers. That's pretty fun to watch on that side. Beneers. Got worked off the puck, but he was able to get around power and middle stab to take it away. So good work there by Manning. That's why I got the jersey on. So this is picked up now by Jamie Alexiak. Off the backhand, he's circling in behind the office and a short side shot there by Veneers. But that got answered by Eric Comrie. And now here's a rush with 10 seconds left to go. Tage Thompson, go to the forehand, now goes back to the D. Rasmus Dahlin, set this one up. Thompson, Dahlin, extra move. That was salty. Buffalo going to run out of time, though, and they don't know it. It's 2-2 at the end of 2. Ten seconds left to go on this 4-4 when we come back. We'll take a look around the league in a moment. I'll get you a reset. Come back for the third. So we got about ten seconds of 4-4 four four time as we're getting close to the third period puck drop, and now it's underway. And we'll see what ends up happening now. It's a 2-2 tie in between these teams. John out here with you. Commentating on the feed via the Seattle Kraken feed for Root Sports because I like John Forslund on that side. We're at the Key Bank Center, though, in Buffalo. There's about half the crowd now, I would say, as they're still trying to file into their seats. Probably about 70% sold here. Alex Tuck trying to keep this alive. He'll peel back instead and give it now here to Owen Power, Michigan man. So Owen Power and many veneers over the last couple. So Yanni Gord, pick it up. But now this goes back to Matthias Samuelson, Tage Thompson with his outstretched pass. They'll find Owen Power. One of the Sabres just falls down in auspicial sleeves. This goes back toward the Seattle Kraken as they're in their own end right now. Yanni Gord, he's wearing the A on his chest as this is picked up. Seattle going to take their time in their own end. And we've got past the first minute of this third, tied at two. 17 shots to 14. Andre Burakowski gains the entry. One on four. Trying to keep this alive off the forehand side. Good. Sauce pass to Dunn. Off the left side of the post! And now it's in! Matty Beneers! That's why you wear the jersey! 3-2 lead! Boy, that's cool for me to actually be able to call that. And the first time that we've done a Seattle cracking game, Matty Beneers scores the goal. That was a good setup by Andre Burakowski. It was a one-on-four. He was patient toward the left dot. Vince Dunn got a pass in the high slot. Matty Beneers stayed in the dirty areas. He got the rebound that went off the left side of the bar. And he gets the cracking a go-ahead goal right now. And if Cooper Hopkins was in here, I'm sure he would have a smile across his face and he'd be throwing some extra words. It's a shame that he's not. 
because Beniers just scored a big goal and the first time that we ended up doing a broadcast of these two teams. It's been a lot of fun, I can tell you that. I can definitely see in between Seattle and Buffalo, these could be a pair of playoff teams. At least one of them is definitely going to make it, I would think. So Ocposo keeps us alive for Peyton Krebs, Vegas product. As this goes low to high, this goes off the shaft of the stick. Jorgensen's gets denied by Philip Grubauer. As this is picked up by Matty now. Toward the forehand side. Matty Beneers. Stuck in behind his own office as he's picked up now. Gains the entry toward the right side wall. He's still with it now. He's going to get in the offensive end. He's just going to put this pass. And Eric Comrie, you're going to take no chances. So, good 200-foot game there for Matty Beneers. Not only did he just score the goal, he got the entry from the defensive side. He got a shot in on that. He's going to give Seattle Kraken an offensive zone draw upcoming. So, very cool to be able to actually do that on that side. I know maybe some people on the YouTube side... Don't care too much. I know it's one of those things where don't want to show too much fandom. But again, like I said earlier, you want to go ahead and try to get a jersey that uh, is going to stay there on one team. So I hope that that's going to be the case. Because really the only other jersey I got, Stevie Y, and sitting in the closet. I know that's lofty praise. Good chance straight away. Bouncing puck. And Grubauer answers the call as he denied Victor Olofsson in tight. So Victor Olofsson, the one thing I'll say with that. He couldn't hold on to that backhand. It was a flubbing puck. It was bouncing in between his skates. He was all alone in the slot. But he just couldn't lift it. He just couldn't really corral it. And Grubauer, able to stay straight. He didn't move. He didn't make any extra movement. Made the save. 3-2 lead for Seattle. Trying to go 5-0 and so far in the second game homestand. So with that goal, Manny Beniers is the first rookie to score in five straight road games in over five years. Brock Besser was the last to do that. Very cool. So Olofsson blocked, another one, good job by Carson Soucy, just to get back to deny Peyton Krebs, you know, Jaden Shorts, with the help of McCann, Shorts, toward the right side wall, as this is picked up, Krebs gets this one to Yost, and I have to make sure I put that in my story, because it's a big time one at that, so middle stat, as this was a cross pass, this gets cancelled off, Olofsson trying to find it as well as Jaden Shorts is there, 33 points this season for Matty Beneers leads all rookies. As this goes in the corner, try to get picked up. Jimmy Alexiak trying to get to it and trying to be kept off the body there by Buffalo. Trying to keep it alive, but it gets away. Now into the neutral zone as it goes across the swords and dumped in across the red line. It's a 3-2 lead now for the Kraken. They're at KeyBank Center. They're trying to get back-to-back -back wins and back-to-back -back nights. Same thing for the Sabres. They want to get a win off the back-to-back -back that they're playing. So it's interesting to see how these two teams play. It's been a good contest. This one gets blocked off Grubauer. But now it goes in the high slot. Settled down. As this goes, Owen Power trying to set up. Blocked off of one of the Buffalo Sabres who was stunned. That was Alex Tuck. That got hit off the leg. And now here's an entry for Oliver Bjorkstrand. But he needs some help from his friends. Yanni Gord, he does the windmill deke. Off the left side of the wall, Carson Soucy sets it up through the screen. That one goes wide to the right side of the wall, as that was tipped by Turbo. Yanni Gord tries to get this one back to Soucy now. Toward the right side wall, Gord still with it. Yeoman's work, Owen Power, he turns it over, he wasn't looking! And Gord fans on it. Man, that was an opportunity for the Kraken, and a poor, poor pass for Owen Power, as he almost gave up a goal. Oliver Bjorkstrand trying to get a piece of it. And Darlene will try to settle. He's just going to flutter this one down the ice. That was Yoki Haru. This is going to be icing. 
So Buffalo's got to be tired. They've been out there for a long time. Seattle already was. Oliver Bjorkstrand couldn't get off the ice because there was too many offensive opportunities in front of him. As it was set up with the help of Bjorkstrand, a turbo, a gourd, they're right there, have a chance to make it 4-2. But that was just missed. It couldn't be corralled. So 3-2 is your scoreline. Buffalo leads on the shot board 22-18, but Seattle's got the edge in the score, Chiron. And Seattle gets it in deep. Big time effort off the one-timer, jamming away at it. It was Daniel Sprong. But Eric Comrie holds on to the right post. He wanted that whistle. I think he's going to get it. 15-39. Left to go in this third. John Utter with you in the play-by-play. We're watching the ESPN Plus from Root Sports and John Forslin. We're watching this from the KeyBank Center. So full game coverage is going to follow at hopelesssportsguide.wordpress.com alongside with the broadcast. So this has just the game in it, so you won't get any extracurricular if you want to listen to it. Anytime you want to get through the podcast. So Hopeless Sports Guy, you can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. So Dylan, Daniel Sprung tries to win the draw. And now Sprung will get a piece of it. Tanif can't get to it. Rasmus Dahlin will get this one for Asplund. And now this is a race for Vinny Hanestroza. Asplund's shot gets blocked. It takes a fortuitous bounce. Dahlin. That was a stick that was broken. That was sprung. He got shattered right in half. He's got to go to the bench to get a new twig. This is a race toward the right side wall. It was a collision with Matias Samuelson. But now here come the Sabres. They're going to be going left to right in this third. Cousins try to set it up. What a backhanded pass opportunity. But Hanestroza's was a little too hard. They couldn't find one of the teammates. Buffalo, again, they're in the all-blue jerseys with the gold piping. They're going to be going left to right at Seattle Kraken in the road whites with the navy pants. They're going to go right to left. They get the steal. Kept in by Jamie Alexiak toward the right side wall. Seattle. Sprung. Set it up in the one-timer. Scores! Schultz. 4-2. to two, Seattle. So, Maddie Beneers with Justin Schultz. And now Seattle is off and running, just like John Forslund likes to say. That was a great setup. That was in the high slot. Alexiak keeps it in. They move it around the horn. Eberle, Beneers, and Schultz with the one T. Waiting in the middle of the right circle. Makes it a 4-2 lead for Seattle. And in our open notes, I said this during this stretch of time where Seattle has had their five straight wins. They're looking for six. They're looking for five straight on the road. 23-2-3 record when three-plus goals are scored. And they've been averaging four. And Buffalo has been doing much of the same. So we expected a lot of goals. The over-under is at six and a half. We're still at the under right now. But the next one's going to tip it. Olafson, as in the high slot, Casey Middlestat. Not Olafson into the screen. Grubauer trying to hold on to the left post. He will. Carson Soucy comes together with Casey Middlestad, now Borgen and Yost, and there was some words that there was a little extra forecheck in after the play that Buffalo took exception to, and I don't blame them. So the one thing if you're Seattle, and that was Carson Soucy, he, got a hit, he hit Yost right across the face. The one thing I will say if you're Seattle, just like you can say for Buffalo, when you have the goalies at about a 370 goals against, You've got to limit the opportunities against them. And that's what both of these teams have done right now. But the opportunities that Seattle has had, they've had a lot of not flybys, right in the middle of the slot, right in the middle of the circle shots. It have been tough for Comrie to save. 
This is a tough assignment for Comrie after not playing about you know 20 games, something like that, to come back and play Seattle, who is honestly, and this isn't even laughable, I, I should told you the record, they're one of the best teams on the road, and they score lots of goals, and they're confident. They have a good system. They play very well, and with games in hand as well, they could easily be leading that Pacific if they continue to do their damage, yes, over the Golden Knights. And that says it as per chance. With the three goals that Vegas, three games that Vegas is ahead of, if the Kraken win all of those same games, they're going to have the same amount of points as Vegas. So they really are a good team. Appreciate you guys following along on the YouTube side. Twitter spaces if you want clear audio at John Rayanot, just like my YouTube handle side of it. So this is one by Buffalo in their own end. Buffalo now down by two goals as this latest one was scored by Schultz. So picked up, Jimmy Alexiak trying to find it. Burakowski will pin this across the wall. And Seattle will attempt to break out. It's a chip and chase to himself. It's going to be won by Jordan Eberle across the left side wall. It's going to get taken a seat by Rasmus Dahlin. Matty Beniers also in there to try to poke it away. <clears throat> Push down. And this gets picked up by Justin Schultz. Schultz will spin. Now Jamie Alexiak hit this off the embankment, but it's kept in. Rasmus Dahlin looking for a tip pass. That was a sauce. Picked up by Seattle momentarily. Now gets brushed out across the red line. 13-10 left to go in this third. John on here with you on the call. We're at the Key Bank Center watching on the Seattle Sports feed. Root Sports and Dylan Cousins had it sticked away by Philip Grubauer. That puck almost fell right to him. Hybrid icing is one. Morgan Geeky can't get to it first. It's going to be a Buffalo offensive zone draw. 12:59 left in the third. So in this third... The only thing I can say for Buffalo, they've had a couple opportunities. That was Dylan Cousins on the doorstep, just couldn't handle the puck. Spent a couple of those that just bobbled away. It's hard to get a moving puck on ice, but I am no expert in that sense of it. But Seattle is starting to put a little bit of the pins in as far as defense. They're trying to stop Buffalo and get some chances. But Owen Power, he can change some of that with some of his shots, and so can Darlene, and so can Thompson. You need those names. Picked up toward the right side wall, Vinny Anastroza. As Philip Grubauer was stuck out of his crease. Owen Power will take this D to D. Fake the slapper. Great steal there by Morgan Geeky. To get a piece of it as Turbo makes the outstretched pass. And now this will get dumped down deep. 12.30 left to go in this third. Sabres need a couple goals. They're down 4-2. They're at home right now where they're just pretty much average at Key Banks. They're about 9-9-3 I believe was the record. We'll pull that up after the commercial break though. Because they got the notes in front of me. Daniel Sprong. We'll put this one. This gets fluttered. Nicely set up there for Jaden Shorts off of the flip pass as he grabbed it with the hands and skated in. Jared McCann. Play this alongside the wall to Carson Soucy. Looking for the tip. McCann will watch this one go between his legs. He'll play this around the embankment just to create more space. Soucy will pinch in. McCann. And now Shorts. Shorts trying to get this alive along the right side wall. McCann just waiting for any kind of breakout. Now he's actually going to look to take a pinch to do a little bit of forechecking. As Seattle and Dave Hextall's squad will take a little bit of a change. Here's a chance for Middlestad. Let's the wrist shot go. Good save by Grubauer. A little bit flashy, but he needed to make it. 4-2. Go to a commercial break. 11:40 left. Seattle up 4-2. It's Matty Beniers and Schultz with the latest goals in the third. So a defensive zone draw there. One by the Seattle Kraken. 
try to get this across the red line now. they got 11.30 left to go in this third. I've had a lot of fun doing this broadcast, I'll be honest with you. Again, I know it's the first time I covered these two teams, and it's not just because I'm wearing the jersey. It's two teams I haven't got a chance to look at this year. want to look at the offensive power and see if they're playoff teams, and I, I've had a lot of fun enjoying this one. Just like it was a few weeks ago, I think, when it was uh, Ottawa and... The New York Islanders, that was a good one too, two teams that I haven't covered. So I'm glad to get a chance to look at some other teams I haven't normally looked at. So Darlene, and across the swords, we'll get this to Tage Thompson. Thompson's going to fire right in the stomach at Grubauer, make the save, and we're going to get a stop at 11.02. So 23 shots to 20 in favor of the Sabres, but it's a 4-2 lead for the Kraken. If we do a quick scoring reset, I don't have time to do that. It was Alex Tuck and Jordan Eberle. It was 1-1 one, one after 1, 2-2 two, two after 2, Rasmus Dahlin and Yanni Gord. But it's been two straight goals for the Seattle Kraken between Matty Beneers and Justin Schultz to give Seattle a 4-2 lead. Seattle and Matty Beneers, first rookie to score a goal in five straight games since Brock Besser did it for the Vancouver Canucks. Seattle trying to go 5-0. and oh on this seven-game road trip, and that is not lightly, even for a program just in his second year. That's how you start to make the playoffs, if you can continue to do things like that. And like we said, in between Seattle, they had a true expansion first year. If they approach the second year and they don't make those drastic changes like Vegas did, and maybe their curse was going all in for the Stanley Cup, when you make the Stanley Cup in the first year, you kind of have to, so I understand why Bill Foley would have to do that. But if Seattle can stay the course and continue to improve, this could be a team that could be good for the next several, several years. So Tyson Yost has his pass blocked. Casey Middlestat had it blocked by Will Borgen. And now Darlene will get this across. Owen Power, nice move in between the circles, shoots the wrister off the stick of Philip Grubauer. Halfway home now. Ten minutes left to go in the third. It's a 4-2 lead for Seattle. As this one gets dumped down the ice. Icing against the Kraken. They cannot change. 9-52 left to go in this third frame. So what's upcoming for Seattle? Let me see if I can go ahead and pull that up for you. As far as the box. I know we'll do that in the story side. But I can click on it in this ESPN box. We'll be getting a little break. So the next upcoming. I'll flip this down. This will be. The Boston Bruins on Thursday, the best team in the entire league as they continue their road trip and close it out with the Chicago Blackhawks. We get a commercial timeout and pay some bills, 947 left. So now done, we'll get this one across as we're back into the play-by-play. 9-30 left to go in this third. This is a race for the puck, and this is one by Gergensons. Gergensons will play this across the right side wall. As he's stuck by Turbo now, trying to get this puck out. It's going to be offside. Nowhere for the Sabres to go. 9.24 left in the third. 25 shots to 21 in favor of the Sabres. Again, a couple of their goals. But first and the second, nothing in the third. It's been all Seattle. And that's what you want to do. So the next game for the Pacific side, it will be 3.30. It's 6.30 Eastern. When Seattle plays the Bruins, that's when their coverage starts. It'll be a 7 o'clock puck drop, eastern side. 19-0-3 at home are the Boston Bruins. And Seattle is an exceptional road team, so hopefully that game is going to be everything you could ask for. Grubauer's shot. Grubauer's save, I should say, excuse me, from Owen Power's shot. That one goes in toward the left side of the meshing. 
And we get a stoppage with 9-13 in the third. So Seattle Kraken now have four more goals in six consecutive games, which is a franchise record. So that's another one I have to get courtesy of Allison. I think he was covering that is on the post-game side for Root Sports. So a couple of those ones I'll have to put in the story. So thank you to Allison for that. Because, again, I understand it's a, a just-beginning newborn history type where the egg is just about being hatched. But this is newfound territory. And again, the NHL, I would say between Gary Bettman and Vegas and Seattle, want to put, although Seattle didn't scrap themselves with cap, you know, getting Carey Price or getting Vladimir Tarasenko. They went the complete rebuild route. But the NHL is trying to do the best they can with these arenas, these jerseys, these players, these teams to make them immediately, immediately relevant. And they've done so. And it's been good for these fans. And I've been to T-Mobile Arena when the Red Wings won when they still had Anthony Mantha on there just before COVID during the March Madness side, and it's a beautiful arena. I've not been to Climate Pledge, but if I ever do see Cooper Hopkins in his home state, I think we will go watch a Kraken game if we don't already go to the Settle Dome to watch the Flames. Because I'd like to catch and watch a hockey game with him. So pick up now. Owen Power is going to leave it. As the defensive pairing is going to change here for Dan Granato's squad. Picked up now toward the right side. Rasmus Asplund had it knocked away from him. Carson Soucy going to give chase toward the right side of the red line as this one gets dumped in and now picked up. Benny Henestroza lost it. And now Tolvanen. Eli Tolvanen is going to race toward the middle of the slot. The pass can get to him. It can't. Good block. But one of the Sabres runs into Eric Comrie, but he had to. He had to block that 2-1-0 pass. Here's a shot for Borgen. This one gets tipped out of the air high. Tolvanen couldn't lift it correctly. And now Tolvanen gets us across with his pass in between the circles. As we'll try to keep it across the right side red line. Coming together is Oliver Bjorkstrand as he cancels off one of the swordsmen off the puck. The Buffalo Sabres. The game with the blue jerseys and the gold piping and the two swords in the middle. Those are sweet jerseys. So Susie going to leave this one across. Off of the L2 backskate is Jamie Alexiak. Nice setup for Burakowski who can walk right in. And his shot gets stopped by Comrie and brushed out of play. Great setup there by Jamie Alexiak. He was just before the red... Zone neutral line, he set up Burakowski breaking right down the middle. Good work there by Dylan Cousins. He was the one that went all the way back to break up that pass to not make it a 5-2 game for Seattle. What's going on, Sean? How are you doing on the Twitter Spaces side? we got about seven minutes before I close up my broadcast and close up shop for the night. It's a 4-2 lead for the Seattle Kraken. as It's two teams that I have not covered so far this season between Seattle and Buffalo. Gergensen set up one-timer. Great get over by Grubauer as he denied the Sabres of a goal-scoring opportunity. It was a three-on-one. Tyson Yost was the beneficiary of that pass on the end. And Philip Grubauer made his best save. He was just waiting in between the circles for a one-timer. And Philip Grubauer came all the way over to the left side of the line, met him all the way, and the shot went right in the breadbasket as he held on. So it's going to be a neutral, it's going to be a offensive zone draw here for the Buffalo Sabres. They need two goals. They got 7-10 to do it. John out here with you at the Key Bank Center. We're watching this feed on ESPN+. Plus. I have the Root Sports Seattle broadcast because John Forslund's just that good, former Kraken broadcaster, as this one gets blocked. Alex Wemberg going to pay the price as that one hit toward the right of the skate. Don't have a lot of padding there. Buffalo. And a pass gets taken away by Jaden Schwartz nicely. Vince Dunn will just play this toward the right side of the boards. 
and now Owen Power, University of Michigan man, alongside Manny Beniers on the opposite side. You get a chance to look at them for the first time. As this one gets picked and across the blue line, but it's an offside entry. 6.43 left to go in this third. Buffalo's been offsides now about five times over the last, say, about four and a half minutes. Seattle 18-1 and one when allowing two goals or fewer. And again, that's not a stat you really throw out there as far as a second-year franchise. They're doing a lot of things to get themselves into a playoff forecasting. And going 5-0 and on the road during this seven-game road stand, that can say a lot of it too. They've been one of the best road teams in the NHL. Defensive zone faceoff. This gets picked up by Dunn, and now Eli Tolvanen, third-line side there for Dave Hextel's squad. We'll get it in. Tolvanen, this bounces off. In behind the netting. Eric Comrie is going to look toward the right side of the post as Seattle just trying to kill time right now, and the fans are starting to leave the Key Bank Center a little bit. They're knowing what Seattle's starting to do. They're taking the jaws of life. Tage Thompson live off the end boards, and Alexiak has a meeting with him toward the players' bench as they come together. Tolvanen back in his own end now, the forward, trying to pry, pry this loose. Kyle Lockposo, the captain, will get it now to... Casey Middlestat, he's got this now near the right side wall. Tripping penalty against the Kraken. That is their fifth penalty of this game. 5.45 left to go in the third. And dare I say it, I know it's too early. This could be an opportunity for the Sabres if they really wanted to uh, roll the dice. Take a six on four here if they pull the goalie. They got an offensive zone draw upcoming. As Suze and uh, Gordon's going to go to the box. Sabres will go to the power play for the fifth time when we come back. So power play here as we're back underneath it. This is going to get touched by Grubauer and Helm. This got tipped off of a one-timer, but this goes right into the breadbasket of Grubauer. This is going to hold. So a buck 53 left to go on Buffalo's power play. This is the fifth time they've had one, and they've got to convert. They're one for five right now if it is killed. So Wenberg for Seattle going to try to take the draw. Can't win it. This goes to Rasmus Dahlin. He scored on this before after a couple extra drags. Dylan Cousins. And now Jeff Skinner toward the right side dot. Skinner will hold. He's patient. He's going to survey here. Cross pass for Thompson, and he whistled it wide. And that could have made a dent in the end boards. Again, he throws about 104. He's got the fastest shot in the league. Skinner, right side wall again. Darlene taking his time, gives it back to Skinner at the right circle. Darlene. Thompson wants the one-timer. Instead, Darlene will take it off the wrist. This goes off the right pad of Grubauer. Thompson. Taken down hard there by Turbo with the big-time hit, but it's still alive. Cousins tried to shoot it. Set up here for Tuck. Thompson settles it down. Crisscross. Darlene with Thompson. Darlene holding now. And a long outstretched pass. It's Cousin. Instead of, a, instead of a shot, it goes back to Skinner. That could have been Tuck to shoot, but Skinner's got it now. Picked up now Cousins. Skinner at the right circle. Now Thompson again, and that one goes lively off the inboards, and it can't be held in. 4.25 left to go in this third. A couple bullets there by Tage Thompson, and honestly, that looked faster than any fastball Jacob deGrom can throw at 102, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Could barely see those, but they never hit the net. 4.10 left to go in this third. 25 seconds left to go in the Buffalo power play. They don't want to go one for five. They need one now. Victor Olofsson off the shoulder of Grubauer. In the corner, as it goes, and McCann will get this one out. Matty Beniers holds. He's going to get this one all the way down. He makes the smart play just as it was killed. Comrie will go ahead and play this pass. 
Buffalo needs something here. They got five seconds up to go on their power play. As this gets knocked out, Owen Power will pick it up. So it's Owen Power, Manny Beneers, the two Michigan guys over the last couple seasons battling one and two in this matchup. And the opposite conference matchup in Buffalo right now, they need two goals. They only got 341 left to do it. You get a nice look at the video feed. It was a good hit toward the right side of the wall. Tanev just met Tage Thompson. Takes a lot to knock down a six foot six two thirty, I believe, is what Tage Thompson is. He's a forward. He's not a D-man. I tell you the incredible size, skill, and speed Tage Thompson can have. He's got 26 goals, I believe, as well. Very, very good. Young-looking player. 25 years old is Tage Thompson. Carson Soucy. Get this across the blue line now for Jaden Schwartz. And this gets turned over. Zoki Haru will play it. Just to try to get an entry here. And Buffalo outside again. The seventh time in this third period. 3.26 left to go in the final frame. Seattle looking good right now. They have just 21 shots in the shot board. doesn't matter, though. They got four goals. Buffalo got 30. They only have two goals, though. Philip Grubauer has been pretty good. This has probably been one of his better games. You said he's a guy going in as a 370 goals against. He's made 28 out of 30 saves. Eric Comrie making his first start about 17 games coming off the injury. They set down Uka Pekka Lukanen because they're able to do that on the AHL side. He's on a two-way deal, so you can send him down without having to wave one of the forwards or D-man. They're going to give Comrie some burn because the coaches on that side for Dan Granato think they got a good three-man goalie rotation. So Matty Beneers gets knocked down. He's going to keep this alive and still knock it down nicely. Is this, this is not ice. This is across the red line. Comrie had his hands in the air, but he didn't know. So this gets picked up now by Buffalo. 2.50 left to go in this game. It looks like Seattle could go 5-0 and so far. they still got two more games on this road stand. They're trying to go perfect 5-0 and right now in their longest home stretch, longest road stretch, excuse me, of their young existence here, just in their second season for the Seattle Kraken. So Buffalo trying to keep this alive during the right side wall as this continues to be spun around the horn. Jordan Eberle will get a backhand pass, but Tuck will steal. Set up for Skinner. Yoki Haro, Skinner, one-timer, off the left side of the wall. And Tuck tipped it wide. Adam Larson trying to find it now. Larson, as Comrie, goes to the bench. So Buffalo has pulled the goalie. They can do so. 2.05 left to go in the third, but one more goal, that's it. They need two, though, does Buffalo. Can't give up anything here. Picked up now by Seattle. And now Alexiak will just flip it. Nothing too urgent here. Yoki Haru will get this one down. Another entry there is Cousins. Casey Middlestad for Buffalo trying to get to it. Middlestad as this gets bounced away from Jaden Shorts. Cousins still trying to get to it, but Buffalo can't hold that blue line. And now we're down to a minute 35. Owen Power going to take his time now. Try to find the entry as Buffalo. They don't have a lot of time to do it. Just about 90 seconds. This goes off the stick of Philip Grubauer now with Tyson Yost. Yost will get this to his defense. Take his time. Toward the line is Middlestat. He's going to shoot him between the right circles. As that got canceled off, and now Owen Power will get this one to Kel Clegg. And was this offsides? I didn't see it myself. Heavy booing going on at KeyBank Center. Guys, I apologize. I don't know what to say on that one. And that might have been played with a hand pass that I didn't catch because I didn't see offsides on that point. So when we come back, 
Uh, we're still in the middle of the action, but when I come back, probably another couple hours here, the game story will be done at hopelessportsguy.wordpress.com after a bite to eat. So I will follow alongside the broadcast with the recorder side. So anything you have on the YouTube side with the extracurricular, that won't be there. It'll just be the complete broadcast. So it is an empty net still for the Buffalo Sabres. They have a buck 16 left to work with. As you see, some interesting mix of jerseys in there between the Buffalo Heads, the Swords, and the reverse retros for Seattle. Although I don't know how you can have a reverse retro when you're only in your second year of the season. But there it is, I guess. So Dave Hextall taking a look. So is Don Granado. It's a timeout here for the Sabres. They're going to go ahead and make sure they keep their first line out there right now. That's what they need to do. And you would think with Rasmus Dahlin, Tage Thompson, Alex Tuck, that's the main line right now. Those are the heavy lifting that Buffalo can do. So buck 16. We'll have to go in this third. John Hunter with it from Key Bank Center. We're going to be finishing this game off shortly. Eric Comrie going to come back in the goal crease just in case face-off is lost and the puck gets cleared down. <clears throat> 32 shots to 22 shots in favor of the Sabres, but Seattle enjoying a 4-2 lead. Maybe it's the Beneers jersey, but again, I would say that it's uh, one of those situations. Again, I'll say thank you to Cooper Hopkins once again. Once, hopefully he gets his check within a couple of days. It's already been sent out. Dylan Cousins and Matty Beneers and on the draw. Cousins win it clean, and this goes across the Swords logo. Comrie goes back into the bench, and now we're about 40% full in this Key Bank Center right now as... Buffalo trying to keep this alive. This is intercepted by Seattle and now picked up by the Sabres. They'll put it across the right side wall. Oh, and power with a chance off the forehand. And now cleared down the ice where this touches the stick of Alex Tuck. 45 seconds left to go in this third. Tuck going to try to find the entry. He'll get across the red line now. couple more pushes here for Buffalo, but that's it and that's all. That's all they got time left. Cousins gets it knocked down nicely. Good setup. Power tried to break it up. And now Yanni Gord. He got smoked toward the right side boards. And there is going to be some pushing and shoving now. Tanev throwing some fists. Tuck throwing some fists. That was a late hit when the whistle had already drawn. 32 seconds left in the third. And now this might have subsided there, maybe momentarily. You don't want to give up those kind of hits right when the whistle was blown for an offside. And Tanev was one of those ones that he got smoked. And on the other side came the fists on the other end as they were delivered. That was pretty good there as that was a little bit of a scrum. But you imagine you might have some of that with the game time winding down. Philip Grubauer hasn't had much to do. For the Seattle Kraken, but he's been good when he's needed to be. 32 seconds left to go in this third. Empty net situation still in effect for the Sabres. It's an offensive zone draw. So, Dylan Cousins versus Alex Wimberg on the draw. Cousins for Buffalo. Buffalo needs this, and they cannot win it. That's Alex Wimberg. Jimmy Alexia can't clear, though. Rasmus Dahlin, and this one goes wide to the left side of wall. Try to find Thompson. Sit up here for Darling with a hammer. Another rebound! And Buffalo scores! They're not done yet! 21 seconds left to go in the third. They scored with the empty net pull. And they're within one. It's 4-3 now. Victor Olofsson might have got credit off of the carom off the inboards. And that's what you have to do. It was a face-off win by Seattle. Jamie Alexiak could not clear. 
And that allowed Victor Olafsson, maybe even Jeff Skinner. I need to take another look at this. No, Olafsson got the goal. Skinner was just waiting on the doorstep if the rebound came to him. So 20 seconds left in this third. It's a one-goal game now. 4-3. Hypertension time, says John Forsland. He's the play-by-play -play man for Seattle Kraken. I'm John Ott. I'm your play-by-play -play man for this last 21 seconds. Tuck. Going to go ahead and take the draw here for Buffalo. they got to get in and do this quickly. Excuse me, that's Cousins and Beniers. I thought it would be Tuck. They had Tuck at the center line, but he moved. So Matty Beniers, he is the lone all-star man. That's the jersey that I'm wearing now. For Seattle Kraken, it's Tage Thompson for the Buffalo Sabres. Beniers needs to win this draw here for Seattle. They've added about .5 seconds, 21.4 left on the clock. Beniers. Tie up. Where's the puck? This one's picked up in the neutral zone. Buffalo trying to get a piece of it. It's down to 14 seconds offside entry. Might add some more time. Might get close to the 16 second marker. 35 shots to 22. It's gut check time here for the Buffalo Sabres. They got the goal that they needed with the Anthony pull, but they need one more. 4-3 still the score line. Eric Comrie stays on the bench. Although he's got the one skate on if he needs to get back into the goal crease. But this is all dependent. Matty Beniers will take this draw again. Cousins will do the same one more time, this time in the neutral zone. Beniers wins it clean. This gets dumped across the boards. This is an opportunity, but it went off the skate of Cousins. Larson tried to pin this toward the wall. And Seattle wins this game 4-3. to three. They get another road win. And that goal that went down the ice is not going to count for Yanni Gord as the time ran out. Dave Hextall won't care. Seattle is 5-0 so far as perfect road stand. They got two more left. They got Boston coming up in a couple days. And that's going to be a big time game at the TD Garden. So I'm signing out for the night. It's a big time win for Seattle. They get a 4-3 one over the Buffalo Sabres. Game story is going to follow. As always, guys, have a good one. Peace.